everybody and welcome to Conquer Teaching. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Daniela and in this podcast you are going to hear a variety of perspectives from an experienced teacher, which is me. So enjoy the judgment-free zone. If you want to stay in teaching, follow the path. I hope that you can learn something from my episodes and if you don't, you will still learn something from my episodes. So stay tuned and follow me on this crazy journey. Enjoy! Okay guys, so I quit. I quit teaching. That's it. I'm done. It's over. (laughs) Actually, it's not, but those are some of the words that I say pretty frequently because some days you're just done. Now, Fortunately, this week I have spring break from work. I do not have spring break from grad school and that's okay because it's giving me a lot of time to finish up grad school assignments that I know are coming up that are big ones. So all good. But I have to tell you that with the whole teaching thing, I feel like I'm done. I mean, it just honestly isn't giving me any more life and it hasn't been for a really long time but um staying in education does because I am very passionate about education itself so I'm a really great student I really am and that's not boasting that's the honest to goodness truth but I am kind of tired of maintaining you know student averages and communication with the kids and all of that especially when there's so much pressure right now for us to do that as teachers. So education is for me. I do enjoy it. I do love it. And I'm actually starting to find a really strong passion in curriculum and writing that curriculum and the importance of curriculum. So I don't know. Like I know that that's the path that my life is taking me. So I'm definitely going to look for a position as a supervisor of whether it's just curriculum or it's, you know, also instruction, which includes being part of something bigger with other teachers involved that I'm supervising directly in a department. I have experience in special ed and in English language arts as a regular teacher, mostly in the um, English language arts I have experience. So I have a friend who told me that's probably where I would best fit and be hired because my experience for eight and a half years was just that. Um, I also have experience in other subject areas. So I think that it's important to note that, you know, obviously in a resume or something like that, but teaching itself, being in the classroom on a daily basis, regardless of the capacity that I'm in, is not me anymore. I mean, it just isn't. And if that's you and you resonate with that, it's okay. I know for a long time, I just, first of all, I was kind of shamed by other people who I thought would understand and were trusted. People that would support me, that they would say to me, I needed to, you know, get it together and just push through because this is what I went to school for and I have to do it and I have to make it work. I just have to make it work regardless of the anxiety that I was feeling and how much I loathed going to work every single day. 
on some in some years was just horrifying like it was horrible and I mean I considered so many ways to get out of it but obviously I never went through with that and I showed up to work every single day I pushed myself and I made sure I was there every single day for years before I had I had to I was forced out of illness to take days off um just like an illness that I could not leave couldn't leave the house let alone the bathroom embarrassing TMI but whatever anyway I mean there were some of those years where I actually was medicated and I wasn't kidding when I was telling people that and then I found out that way through joking about it that other people you know like half the people that I was communicating with were medicated through the days that they were spending in the classroom and that's serious like we have a serious issue if people can't show up to work without their medication without their actual either anxiety medication or other medications to mask symptoms of anxiety like pepto or you know acid reflux or headaches you know nausea migraines all the stress indicators that go into um well all the stress indicators were spiking for so many people and you know there were a lot of people that had no shame in their game and they were calling out sick you know every other day or coming in late every five minutes you know like every you know very frequently but I was not one of those people I showed up every single day regardless of how sick I was physically because of my anxiety my social anxiety um you know, thoughts just racing through my head about how horrible this was going to be and how, like, why was I doing this? Why was I putting myself through this? And then I found, like, some days I was just so overwhelmed with anxiety that I just, I was like, what if I just break my car? Like, what if I just do that? And then there's an excuse as to why I didn't make it to work and I won't feel bad for calling out and I won't have to push myself because my car is broken and you know, I started wishing all these things upon it. And then I'm like, oh God, that's horrible. It's horrible that I'm doing that. And I realized, you know, I just had to either change my outlook or I had to change where I was working. It took me a long time to uh, switch up where I was actually working, which I finally did. And I got to a place where I thought, cool, like the students are great. I love it here. And I still do. I think that's a where I'm at right now is an absolutely amazing school. It's wonderful. They always call like the, um, the leaders of the buildings and the district and stuff like that. They always say that we are team three. So they say, put yourself number one, put your family number two, and we are like the third priority. We have kids here. Yes. Do we have other people to take care of those kids? Yes. So take care of yourself first and don't make work number one priority because it's going to kill you and stress you out and make you miserable so don't do that and so they are very very supportive and nurturing of everybody including people that might be taking advantage of it I mean they can see it a mile away but also they don't I don't know they don't worry so much about those people because they kind of just weed themselves out and eventually they straighten up but they really do um personally concern themselves for the people who are working there and they make sure to take care of you offer you services if you need them they 
have things in place and they always 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 reiterate that you should not feel embarrassed ashamed or afraid to talk to counselors and things like that in the building that are trained because that's a free thing like they could you could easily go to them as an adult as much as you can go you know refer a child to them or a student to them so they are so supportive. I mean, they are really so supportive. They've got your back no matter what. They're always on your side, on your team, and you feel it. Even if you have issues and conflicts with other people in the building, they want you to know that they support you. Like, they are they're going to be there. So, yes. Am I in a supporting environment? Yes. Are the kids better? 100%. Oh, my God. They are so much better. The students are better. The parents are more involved because of, you know, where we are. So, I I mean, working there has been a complete blessing and I think it has helped me manage the rest of my time um, as a teacher, as a formal teacher, but I'm still finding that I am not fulfilled. Like, that's just not my journey anymore. It's not my path to be an in-class support teacher which is what I am right now or to be a teacher at all like I don't that responsibility to me is so daunting because and I feel bad I almost feel bad saying that and I shouldn't feel bad but I almost feel bad saying it because the students are not my problem you know in the other school I blamed not only where I was in my head but I blamed the school and the students and the lack of support and all that stuff. So a lot of things happened and changed there um, that made things, I don't know, in some aspects it made them better and in some aspects it made it, you know, still a place where I didn't want to be and it made me unhappy. At this new school where I'm at now, where I am now, I just love it. I love the building. It's beautiful. It's always clean. The activities that they do, they're like the best in every sport they are like if you want to go watch a game they are competitive they win almost everything that they set their mind to every team goes to states and you know half of those teams that go to states go to nationals it's just this award-winning school anybody would be glad to be a part of and yes of course there are people who leave for whatever reasons whether they're searching for more um things that are more suited to them or, you know, new relationships or they move out of town, whatever it is, people do definitely leave the school to pursue other things. And even most of the stuff that I've seen or heard is that the people who leave are really leaving because they're pursuing administration or administrative positions. And honestly, that's why I planning on leaving is because a they don't have any administrative positions in the school or in the district where I am now and I want to move up in the ladder because I have been inspired by the people at this school so do I love the school yes do I love the people I work for yes the people I work with I would say 95 (laughs) percent and I mean I can't say 100 percent to that that's a whole another podcast episode But anyway, um, I have to say, though, that as much as I would stay there because of how much I like the people and the atmosphere and all that stuff like that, 
I'm not going to stay there because I want to be teaching there. I mean, teaching there, no problem. I could see a ton of people, and I know from my past, a ton of people that would love to nothing more than just to teach at that school and stay there. Stay there for good, forever, retire there, everything as teachers. Which, again, there's no, like, fine, that's your path, that's your journey. Do it. Do it. Go for it. I'll help you. Whatever. We got this. But if that's not your journey, you don't want to be in the classroom anymore and you want to get the hell out, whatever you're going to do after that is also fine. You know, people try to shame, you know, that change of heart and they make you feel guilty because, you know, at one point, maybe you did enjoy it and you loved it and then you have to think like, well, I feel bad for the kids and then there's that connection and I don't want to lose that and you know, you have a reputation maybe already in your school or, you know, you've built a connection with students in your school. So you want to make sure to be there for them next time and you know that they need you, quote unquote. Okay. All of that is like a guilt that your mind plays on you sometimes. But oftentimes you have to say, no, like this isn't good for me and I'm leaving. I mean, I know people that have left the profession several times. And come back to the same profession, to the same school, to their same position. Because they were like, I missed the interaction with the kids every day. I hated being in an adult corporate world every day. Some of them, like I know one teacher specifically, she was a math teacher in a high school. And she left to be in a corporate textbook writing. Um, I forget what the company name was. But she was writing math textbooks for a living basically. And she was the one putting the problems in there and all of that in a math textbook, which was kind of funny because when she did come back to work at the high school where I was, she was like, I created this. And her name, her like her name wasn't part of the, not the credits, because that's not what that's called when you write a book, but her name was in the book, citing that she had like developed a certain aspect of the book. So anyway. All to say that yes, people leave teaching. Yes, it's okay. This is your permission slip to do so. And this is what I'm doing. I'm staying in the field of education, but I am moving out of the classroom because I need to expand my life. I can't keep giving to these kids and and fighting with them and arguing with them about ridiculousness when I just, I feel like I can do so much more. So, If you want to leave your job, your position in teaching and move to something else, regardless of what it is, I'm here. I can help you. I'm not judging you. I'm not shaming you. Yes, you went to school for this. You might have student loans that are related to this. I know I do. But you don't have to stay because you've invested money and time. You don't have to stay. Don't waste any more time then you have to and start investing your time and your money and your energy in something else that's going to work. So that's the one path. And if you want to stay as a teacher, I can give you so much insight because I have been around the block a thousand times. I also know people that are influenced, not influenced. I know people who can make or break your job. I mean, as a teacher. And they give me all these back insights to their job, their positions, how they view, 
you know, teachers, students, the relationships, all the things, like all the back secrets. I know how you can be more relatable to your students, how you can handle different situations. I just have so many tips and tricks and techniques that work, tried and true, but you will only get this help, obviously, if you reach out to me. So make sure to reach out, make sure to speak your truth, and this may sound ungrateful at a time like this when you're deciding like, okay, yes, I get, I have an essential job, I'm still getting paid a salary, whatever, but I still want to get the hell out of there. And that's how I'm feeling right now. And for a second, I'm like, oh my God, that's horrible. It's horrible to feel that way and to think that when so many other people are suffering without work. But just because I'm grateful for it, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to A, finish out the year, and B, it doesn't mean that I'm ungrateful. It means that I'm just, I just know what I want and it's not that. Reach out, make sure to let me know what's going on and tell me how I can help you. And I'll be more than happy to do that. So I will catch you on the next episode and enjoy, enjoy your stay at home order. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Conquer Teaching. Don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you would like to find me and contact me, please reach out through Instagram or on Pinterest at Conquer Teaching. And I also have a website, conquerteaching.com, where you can email me directly and I will answer any questions that you might have. Thank you so much again, and I hope that you enjoyed it. Bye!